Do you want to know the real reason why people buy health consultation, why people buy nutritional consultation or packages, why people buy anything health or nutrition or fitness related? If that's the case, this is exactly the video for you. This video is part two of our two series video on your role as a consultant, your role as a therapist, and why do people buy from you. Now, this video is for nutritionists, nutritional therapists, dietitians, and health coaches who are trying to build their brand, really establish and find their ideal clientele, and really make this into their primary and successful career. Now, with that out of the way, let's begin. This is Nick Zanetti. I am a senior nutrition college lecturer, seven times health best-selling author, digital marketer, and obviously nutritional therapist myself. Now, with all of the intro out of the way, let us now begin. Why do people buy from you and what is your role as a consultant, as a health consultant, as a nutritional therapist, as a health coach? Well, as I've explained before in the previous video, which you haven't seen, your primary role is to be able to guide the client from where they are in pain, they want to reach their health, and you need to be able to guide them there, okay? From the pain to the health, okay? Now, I have already explained in the previous video all of the steps, how to do that, so I'm not gonna repeat them here. If you want, go and watch as part one to see all of the steps. Actually, I would suggest you to, to pause this video here, watch part one, and then come back. Otherwise, we can go, and uh, this is still going to be valuable even if you haven't watched part one. Now, why would people buy from you? Essentially, there are like five reasons why people would buy from you when it comes to their health. Let's begin with reason number one. In most countries, clients have already seen doctors or other healthcare practitioners before coming to see you. And in many cases, they feel that they haven't been listened to enough and they did not have the chance just yet to really share what's inside them, okay? Which is extremely important because when you are unwell, you want to share it with someone because you might have noticed some symptoms that you believe are very relevant to you and you want to be able to have those symptoms. Like, let me give you an example. So, in January, I had the virus, like the virus, and after that, I had like a month where I was really feeling unwell, it was difficult to sleep, I was very anxious, I was getting panic attacks, and my heart rate was really like elevated. Um, and I remember each time I wanted to talk to a doctor, I was always able to express perhaps half of my symptoms before I was told what to do. And that was frustrating because that was not what I wanted. Like, I wanted, I had a list of symptoms which I believed they were important to go through all of them, and every time they were not listening to me. And that was really frustrating. So, you can't be like that. You can't be like that. The first part of your consultation is all designed about the listening. You ask the questions like, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to share with me? How do you feel? And you let them talk. Let them talk for 10 minutes, please. Like, 
Sorry, let them really like boom, open up for 10 minutes. Very, very simple. Then you can start to ask questions related to the situation. But just keep your mouth shut in the first 10 minutes when ah, they just come out. They, 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 they just share what they have to do with, um, with the situation. Now, step two. What is your second point? As we go back to what I said before, is the guiding them from the pain to the health. But this plan here, please write this down, needs to be not something which is overwhelming for them. So if your plan is too detailed and is too overwhelming and they can't really follow it, it's your new. The mistake is on you because the person will say, yeah, that, that uh, doctor, that therapist was really good, but I didn't solve my problem because the plan was too difficult. So is that good publicity? I don't think so. I don't think that's good publicity. I do think that it's better than nothing. But what if they were to say, my therapist was really good and I really improved and now I feel much better. Which of the two is better? You see my point. It's, it's very clear that the second kind of publicity is really good. And if your plan is too overwhelming, well, I'm sorry, we do have a problem. We do have a problem, which is typically the case of, I've seen therapists like, like starting with like tests and they see everything that is missing in the test and they give you like 20 different supplements and it's like, what? Who's going to take 20 different supplements in a day? Or unreasonable amount of, of um, vegetables and fruit that they need to be eaten every single day? Who's going to do that? Most people won't. So make your plan which is not going to be overwhelming. Step three. Sometimes you just need to be the person that they can vent to when they're not feeling well, when they're not feeling satisfied, when they're not feeling like excited about their situation. So let's say they come to see you and they just don't feel like very well. Well, let them just talk to you, let them vent. It'd be like, oh, I can't understand, like things are not going the way I wanted. I really want to get these results here, but it's not functioning. Well, that's fine. That's fine. You just shut up, you let them vent. Like, they will vent for five minutes, perhaps 10 if it's a long vent. And that's it. And that's it. They will feel much better and they will think that you were someone magical. But simply, you were there, you were just listening, and you were not saying anything. That is the easiest thing. They start to vent, you shut the hell up, you listen to them, and then you just comment on what they said but sometimes there is no even a need for you to comment. Sometimes you can just let go and they will be feeling much better. Okay? Now, step four, you might be the one that's needed to reassure the client. So sometimes they just need to talk to you to know that, well, very simply, you're doing okay. Perhaps they are like, Imagine like that, which is typical of the health condition I deal with the most, candida, which is like, they start to get better. Imagine genital candida. They start to get better, less itching and less discharge. 
Then there is the middle period within usually between month one and three, where despite the situation improving, they don't really see too much of an improvement. Month zero to month one, they start to see less itching and less discharge. Then it kind of seems like a plateau, but it's really not a plateau. You're simply like the vast majority of the colonies are gone by then, and then you need to refine the approach. So I have so many people, they're like, oh, Nicola, I want to book like a follow-up right now. And it's like, and I'm like, six weeks have passed since our first like consultation. There is no need to book the follow-up right now because I, I, there is not much to tell you right now, but they still want to do it. So in which case you realize, well, they just want to be reassured. They just want to be told that the situation is getting better. Be there for them. Just be there for them, for them. Okay? Which brings me to the final step, which is step five. Another incredibly important uh, point towards our profession, which is sometimes the client just wants you to be the person they can blame change onto. Meaning, let's say they have to go home and be like, I'm done. From today, I need to be vegetarian. And their partner or their friends might be annoying with them. You know, don't be vegetarian. Come on, have some steak with me, blah, 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 blah. But if they can go home and be like, I've seen my doctor, I've seen my therapist, and they need to be vegetarian for two months, huh? then it's very hard because they can side with their friends, blaming like the change on you, and that's fine because you become the enemy and they are aligned with their friends, but they can still do what they need to do. That's very important because as human beings, you really don't want to like challenge your, your closest like relationships. Why? Because as human beings, we really want to have good, strong relationships uh, to survive. That's the way we became, like the way we became who we are today is essentially with this mechanism, by building alliances, by, by working as a team with other human beings. So if I go out with my friends and they all want to eat like a steak and I am the vegetarian one and no one gave me that uh, recipe or that like new lifestyle that's a problem because I become the one against them and that's emotionally difficult but it's also something that most people do really want to do okay but imagine in a different situation I go out with my friends and I'm like well guys I would love to have the steak with you but if I do I'm going to have my disease back and any good friend will, will accept that, well, your health is more important than you eating the steak. So they will be like, oh my God, change nutritionist, change doctor, whatever it is. But you can do that. It's easier. So sometimes you just need to be the person they can blame the change onto. Very, very important. I'm going to stop here with this video here or podcast here, depending where you are. Okay? Now, if you want to take things to the next stage, there is a link um, in the video description. That link will lead you to a free training. In the free training, you can just click the link and access a webinar with the seven steps to create solid foundations for your nutrition or health business. It's completely free. It's around 40 minutes long. You can just click it, access it, 
and see where you, essentially where you go from there, okay? Very, very simple, but really, really, really powerful. Completely free, click the link down below. That's enough for this video here. I shall see you in the next video or the next podcast. If you have enjoyed the content, please leave a like, subscribe to the channel or subscribe to the podcast, click the bell to receive all of the notifications and I shall see you very soon in the next video or the next podcast. Bye-bye.